Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists and musicians in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Cody with a K, here with Michael Carpenter. Today's guests need no introduction in these parts. We're talking to Matt, Holly, Mike, and Charlie of Dixie Revival. With a positive message of faith and family, members of Dixie Revival have had success all over the country in the music industry. They then took a step back from the spotlight to use their talents to help other artists by taking over Sun Sound Studios in Bessemer City. They've recently regrouped and released an album titled The Extra Mile, we have a lot to talk about with these folks, but first, let's hear their upbeat single from their new album, Good Time.
can you that, not have a good yeah, time that, <laughs> listening to that song? That that's yeah, beautiful. That was, yes. that was, that's no, perfect, that's, man. That's good, man. So we kind of have a lot to unpack here. So let's take it back to 2012, the beginning of Dixie Steel. Tell us how Dixie Steel evolved to become Dixie Revival. How did that happen? So correct me if I'm wrong. So you guys step in here and jump in if I'm in the wrong place. We kind of were coming off of a, what we considered a successful Nashville record, but we kind of wanted to do something different. We weren't really sure what that was, but we knew we didn't want to do what we had done. Now, when you say we, who's we? Me, Matt, Holly, and Charlie, all four knew we wanted to play music together, but we weren't 100% sure what we wanted to do. See, we're all rooted in faith, as a lot of these Southern musicians are, and we knew that we wanted to get down and get down to the roots of why we started playing to begin with. And more importantly, we wanted to play music for ourselves, for nobody else's agenda, and music that would touch people based on what was about us, what was real. Yeah. We were tired of people telling us what we needed to play, what we should play, what we should sound like, look like, and be like. And we were ready to show the world we can do it the way we think we should. Here's us. Take us or leave us. And luckily... A lot of people decided to take us. That's a good point. Yeah. So Dixie still was managed and promoted by other people that had intentions for you guys. Is it another way to say that? That's correct. Holly, go ahead and, and tell them about the record and why we decided to do a, a record in Nashville. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we all, we all at, at that point in 2012, we all kind of had the vision of, you know, we were still young enough. Let, let's see what happens. Let, let's go to Nashville. Let's do a record. And we had a family friend that was going to help us do that. Like Mike was kind of saying, it was very much, you know, cut it this way with these musicians. That way we know it'll get played. That way it'll get some attention. And, you know, it, it kind of took us off our original path a little bit in doing yeah. that. Right. And, and that happens to a lot of people who, who chase that Nashville thing. So, you know, that was the start of it. We did the record. It's a great record. Yeah. Um, it's Nashville. You know, you mm-hmm. listen to it, and I don't know if you guys have a copy of that. We'll get you a copy of it or something, and you can see the difference. But, um, it, you know, good production, one of the big studios there, and, you know, we had the players on yeah. it. Yeah, um, we So we had that experience, and it was great. And for what? And we really three? pushed it for about three yeah. years. We really we had, pushed that record. We had radio stations all across the country that played it. We got to play on some big concerts with some big country artists. And it was an experience. But I think I'm speaking for everybody. You can kind of only do that so long. Yeah. Because it's not really who you are. Right. I think we can all yeah, that, say I mean, that. that's true. That's very true. <laughs> so the yeah. whole fake it till you make it adage. Yeah, kinda. I mean, to an, ex- to an extent, that's true. We brought that, you know, we we brought that harmony. I mean, to, to be to be three part vocals and and we brought the harmony and we had very very good musicians backing us, bringing the vocals. But what we ran into was we're trying to build this thing inside of a box. Mm-hmm. And the only way you can really expand is to get out of the box. That's right. You know, and, and, and there's only so long that you can listen to somebody say, you got to be a certain way and you got to do a certain thing. And that just wasn't what we were all about. We were, we're all rooted in faith and we're all rooted in church. And we wanted to come out with a positive vibe for people. So we just 
we took a step back for a while and and decided to come out with this uh, new record under a new name. Was that part of the direction you were being given was to back off the faith thing? So let's be clear. Nobody ever come out and told us, hey, you don't need to sing about your faith. Hey, you don't need to sing about Mm -hmm. your roots. But they did kind of say, hey, you need to sing about this. You kind of need to be looking like this. This is what the trend is. Right. You kind of need to follow the trends. And it was kind of that mindset that kind of got us tired of doing the same old what Nashville wanted. Now, let's be honest. Nobody's knocking all the big names and all the guys that have made it doing it. And and honestly, if that's you, then go for it. We just kind of had an epiphany where it was when it was time to do a new record, we realized this is not really what we want to do. We don't know what we want to do yet at the time, <laughs> yeah, but, but we knew it wasn't that. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't exactly, we, we didn't want to try to fit the mold. And for the guys that are making it in Nashville, I mean, for Luke and Jason and all those guys that are really killing it, man, my hat's off to those guys. Uh, but for us, it was more about stepping back and centralizing our music behind what can actually inspire people. Anybody can sing about a bonfire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody can sing about a dirt road and yeah. tractor seats and <laughs> cornfields and all that stuff. And not that any of that music's not good. Yep. But what we wanted to do is is centralize, you know, we're, we're very rooted in our faith. We're very rooted in, you know, where we came from. Where we came from. Mm-hmm. And you, that's, that's a good point, where we came from. And the whole premise behind this new record that we were trying to release and, and that we've released and that we've made out for, you know, everybody to listen to is that you can kind of be who you are. Yeah. You don't have to follow a mold. And so, you know, the positive influences behind our faith and behind church and behind the things we were raised on, we kind of took a stab at everyday life. Everybody you know, can I mean, relate this, to it. Yeah, and everybody can kind of relate to anything that's on this it's new record. Nice. And it, it was just kind of one of those things, right. you know, where it was like, you know, hey, guys, if you're going through this, bam, we got a song for that. You know, if, you, if you're struggling with that, you know, we've got something to help you. You know, and it was just kind of an, an overall just general consensus that we just want to make it positive for everybody. Yeah. You know, regardless of, you know, what you're going through or, or who you are or where you live or your social status. Yeah. There's, there's something that's positive. true. So it's not, it's not all about the spotlight and the right. money right. and the fame and all that crap right. because it, you know, you're, you're being made to fit into this uh, box and what you don't want to be in. So I think creative freedom is very important. You know, I don't know about you, Cody, but I mean, even, even if I didn't like your music, which I do, I'd, I'd have mad respect just, that you've taken, you've taken yeah. that stand and, and gone and done your own thing. Yeah, a sure. lot of respect for for taking that route. Do yeah. we uh, do we have a second? Sure. Okay, I'd like to do you. Um, honestly, Miss Holly doesn't get enough credit, and to kind of tie into that faith on on the, I'd like to do you a verse and a chorus of this one. This is one off of the the record. There, we're just gonna do you a small piece, kind of let you get a preview of what she can do. Uh, but this is kind of tying into that faith aspect that we're just talking about there. Uh, we're going to do a song called Angels. It's on the record there. Uh, and if, if you like this, do buy it up and get you a, ch- get you a copy of it. But, uh... that, that message goes to all of our listeners. out his hand. He knows a thing or two about a hard life with a touch and a smile. As you hurry over your whole life changes. 
of your pain. You take a breath, bow your head as you stop just around the corner. Without a word being said, you know she's watching over your shoulder. I still believe there, walking among us, there are angels doing extraordinary. chills you watching you perform you fill a room with love when you perform i don't know if you've been told that before but that's what i felt right there that I, that felt like love to me yeah you know, man, that's what we want people to feel with the music we want people to feel like you know what some people feel like they're not good enough to go to church right i mean you know you, you get that all the time i'm not good enough to walk into a church or or people's not going to accept me what we want to be we want to be the people that are standing on the outside of the church Going, you know what? Go this way. Go this way. Not that you have to believe like we believe or, or, dress, you know, a or dress a certain way or be a certain type. We want people to understand that when we perform for them, we are actually inviting them into our living room. Yeah. You know what I mean? We Absolutely. want you to feel as Absolutely. at home as you can possibly feel. And that's the goal. So if you felt that way... Even in a radio interview, <laughs> that's what we made the goal, man. Yeah. Yeah. There you, go. you really nailed it. You did, yeah. And that's and that's kind of the goal with the rooster. You know, the rooster is to create a community with music with all genres. You know, it doesn't matter from from what Absolutely. genre, from what yeah. walk of life. You know, it's like just come together and enjoy right. and just have a great time. Because especially with everything that's going on in the world today, man, mm-hmm. if we could just understand that everybody should, there is no African American, there is no. Asian American. There is no white American. We are Americans. We're citizens, man. We're humans. And I, yeah. I'm not, yeah, we're humans. And 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 all kinds of music can touch all kinds right. of people. That's right. right. That's right. And, yeah. and that's what we're after. We we don't we don't care yeah. what you believe or how you believe. We just hopefully can sing something or say something that will inspire you. Yeah. And, and that's that's the whole point. Hopefully, at the end of the day, we can help you. Uh, and touch you with the way that we look at things and, and maybe you'll give us an opportunity to tell you how and that's great you know and and every artist 
that we've had on the show has the pat they do this not because of going back to uh everything in nashville not because they mm-hmm. they want to be a certain way or fit into a certain mold they just really want to play music yeah. you know and and that's what you guys do and and i, I you know it's really encouraging it for is. the mission that we're on. Yeah. It's really encouraging to, to, to get to meet so many people that share this passion and are doing it for the right reasons. It makes me feel a lot better about that's what we're doing. That's the same with us. Yeah. After each show, we try to talk to everybody. We don't yeah. try to just play and leave. Right. We, we, our goal is to talk. Yeah. I'm sure you but get some good stories, too. Oh, yeah. Meet yeah. everybody. You know. Share stories, yeah. man. Just yeah. encourage yeah. people. You know, whether whether you buy a piece of product or you don't. Yeah. You know, if you just want to walk up and say, hey, man, that, that particular song, you know, it really spoke to me. Whether you pick up a copy of the record that that song's on, we don't care. No. You know, we genuinely hand. don't care. The product sale would be nice. Yeah. Just like it would for, you know, it, it would be for anybody else. But if you want to come up and put your arm around us and say, hey, I really appreciate that song. If it did something for you, then we've done our job, man. That's, yeah. that's that, it. Yeah, that's, that's what it. art is. It's the definition of art. That's Making you feel something. Yeah, right. absolutely. You know? Yeah, so let's talk about the decision to, to take over Sunsound Studios. Yeah, uh, Sunsound was around a little. I'll, I'll give you the brief history, the, short, the shortest version I know. Um, Sunsound used to be a very small storefront studio on Ozark Avenue back in the 70s. The engineer at the time was a man named Gary Rushing. He has a studio now in Dallas uh, called Rushing Winds. But at the time, he had he had Sun Sound in that little storefront. And um, Little Miss Singing Thing was coming up. I was um, I was about five years old or so when I first started singing out in front of people, and I was part of a little youth choir called the Joy of Youth. And we would go around singing malls and theme parks and stuff like that. Gary just happened to be at this festival we were doing and heard us and just had a fit that I was so young and sounded a little older right. or whatever. So he wanted me to record. So I came and recorded a song. Um, Gary met my parents and my grandparents and they just really hit it off. So over the course of about three or four years, the dream was created they wanted to build their own facility. That's what my grandfather did. He was a builder. So he took it upon himself to hire the right people and, and construct it right. And so he built the studio. And it was just the two-room thing at that time, um, the live room and the mixing room. And um, over the years, gosh, you know, he, he had a heart for gospel music, so he... He started recording gospel artists and created a label called Sun Sound Records. And all the great Southern gospel artists of the 80s sang here. Uh, Naomi and the Seagulls, the Singing Americans, Danny Funderburk of the Cathedral Quartet, just to name a few um, that some people have probably heard the names. Even even Bill Gaither, you know, he's got the videos all in Walmart. You know, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's recorded here. <laughs> So, um, so everybody has come through those, these doors with um, my grandfather's legacy. And then my dad took it over for a few years with the same thing in mind, um, kept it going. We added offices. We started radio promotion. Basically, anything you want to do with your music career, you can have done at Sun Sound Studios. With radio, graphics, CD duplication, um, obviously the recording part piece. Um, it's kind of a one-stop shop. Um, and me and Matt took it over. We are the third generation to do so. 
And we kind of stepped out of that box and we said, hey, we love music. We'll record anything. So it has grown, you know, even more in our, our, our in the different genres we do and the different people we help are from all kinds of genres of music now. And, and we're just, we're excited about where we are, even though a lot of artists aren't singing right now. Things are a little slow for yeah. everybody. I know it messed y'all up with opening. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, it, it it's hit us too, but things, you know, I think people are starting to get back out and, and work on some stuff and, and business is picking up and mm. the future looks bright. Well, I'll say so. this. I was uh, <laughs> extremely blessed when Matt called me and he said, listen, I'm going to start Tire Swing Records. It's inside of Sunsound Studios. And what we're going to do is we're going to go after artists that typically wouldn't record here because of the you know, the gospel culture, maybe they're, they're worried that we're going to produce a gospel record and we're going to go after guys that might be doing inspirational country, maybe just straight out country, maybe some bluegrass, you know, hey, do you mind helping? And I was extremely flattered to be able to come in here and, and play some and, and help do some producing and, and lend my ear to help mix some projects. And, and currently uh, we're, we're in that phase. We're doing, um, got a, a big arm widespread over anybody who wants to come in and, and try to do a different genre. We're, we're interested in working with just about everybody. Uh, since I've been a part of the project, we've had uh, gospel, country, rock, uh, as well as some hip-hop and, and, and R&B guys come through, as well as just some good singer-songwriter guys who want to send some demos off to Nashville. Right, Matt? Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, and we, we've 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 cut some cool stuff here since I've been here. Too. Yeah, for sure. So if you're listening and you're an artist, I hope you're hearing the call. Here's <laughs> your sign. Yeah, absolutely. Take yeah. notes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> you know? For sure. Um, now, Mike, how did you come to to meet Matt? So wow, I was, there uh, you go. That's a good one. Let me let me introduce yeah. Charlie. Yeah, there you go. So uh, Charlie here is the bass player, and you won't hear him sing in today's interview. He will add some information. Uh, he's the stepfather of me, uh, and the, awesome. the missing link between me and Matt, uh, he was going to Matt's dad's church at the time, and uh, finally convinced me to get my lazy butt out of bed on Sunday morning at 15 <laughs> years old, and go hear dad's uh, Matt's dad's preaching, rather. Uh, I was able to go in and do some playing and some flat top, and uh, at the end of the service, several weeks into knowing Matt and Sherman, and which is Matt's dad, and all these people over here at Free Will Baptist uh, in uh, Dallas, North Carolina, he said, man, he said, why don't you play me something? Charlie says you can play, but I haven't really heard you play anything. Uh, so I, I was like, well, I mean, I'm into Stevie Ray Vaughan Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray. I was like, you know what? And I busted off a legitimate cold shot cover there trying to be my first demo. Uh, it was a couple hour conversation after that at 15 years old that me, Matt, and Charlie decided we needed to put a band together. Uh, now, much like the break in 2012, we didn't know what we were going to play or where we were going to play or even if we were going to get to play, but we knew we wanted to play. So that's how it started. What was the first song you guys wrote together? You Just a verse so and chorus. It's a Christmas tune. So are you ready? Uh, Let's do you guys it. Want to hear a Christmas yeah. tune? It's Christmas in July. You can listen to this anytime. <laughs> All right. So here we go. It's a Christmas tune. We wrote uh, last year around November. We put it on a single, and it was. Uh, yeah, it was really something, man, to put this song together. We just kind of got together. It was actually in the break of a session that yeah. we had going we on here. Yeah, we had all yeah. the studio guys here and 
and it was around Christmas time. Well, I say Christmas time. It was around November, and we were like, man, we need a, we need a solid Christmas song. So, uh, and, I, and I just want to preface this with saying, Matt was sitting in the room, and he said, I've got this set up for a verse. <laughs> yeah, here's a setup, man. Make it work. And it's you know. really cool. And me and Holly came over, and I grabbed this exact Taylor guitar, and this is what we come with. Okay, here we go. Christmas in July. It's Christmas Eve and the snow is falling down. Everyone is gathered round the Christmas tree in town. Smiling faces, warm embraces could melt the falling snow. It's times like this, I'm glad I made it home. Christmas in a small town, the spirit is in the air. The Christmas tree is lit up in the middle of the square. The choir is singing all night. All Then another winter morning starts coming down On Christmas in a small town It's Christmas and kids run down the hall Ready to unwrap presents Good old Santa Claus With bows and ribbons All this giving Did I get what's on my list? But Mama and Daddy knew What the magic is Christmas in a small town The spirit is in the room Christmas tree is lit up, the family's coming soon. We're all singing jingling, I'll be home for caroling. Just another reason that I love the sound of Christmas in a small town. As the angel choir all gathered round It was the first Christmas in a small town The spirit was in the air Tivity was lit up In the middle of nowhere They all sang Gloria Born, hallelujah. The of the world has come down and brought Christmas to a small town. So that was the first song we had ever written together. That was uh, Christmas in a Small Town.
We hope you're enjoying this episode of Rooster Radio. We had so much to talk about this episode, it'll actually feature a part two. Check out the continuation of our interview with Dixie Revival, coming up next here on Rooster Radio. Hey, hey, you never know, a little southern music might free your soul. Hey, hey, you never know, you might have yourself a good time.